Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, Grant. Good morning. A little bit of snow last night. Yeah. It's a fluffy snow. Like, yeah. It's so warm out. Heavy. It's, yeah. Yeah. It didn't take much to clean off the car, though. So. I wonder if it'll uh, last. Like, it's supposed to be six degrees again. Today, yeah, so. I think it's going to melt. I don't know. It, you, you're sort of at that point right now with the weather. Do I shovel? <laughs> Is it going to melt? Huh? Or do I stay inside? <laughs> Maybe I'll stay inside. <laughs> yeah. Lots to talk about today. Um, there's a good chance I'm never going to be able to retire. Yep. You and me both. Aaron Rodgers is still a tool. <laughs> and if you check out the pre-show post, which we didn't put up on the cruise socials, once you see it, you'll see why. It's Jimmy getting something ready. Yeah, getting something ready. By the way, we're not really going to be able to explain that because we're not allowed to talk about it, but we uh, we will explain that video on Sunday, all right, at Kelly's Pub if you're going to join us for Super Bowl. So I watched the video. We forgot to talk about this yesterday. I had it written down, uh, but you were out for a walk with Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> and um, when you got home, he had something in his mouth. So you grabbed it out of his mouth. Well, I we were. Uh, I noticed it on the sidewalk as soon as he picked it up. I saw it and I saw the color and I thought it was like an earplug or something. Okay, it was yeah. kind of a weird color and yeah. I pulled it out and it was like a little uh, rubber uh, dick. Dick. <laughs> so he's out picking up dick. Eh? Like, that is not what you expect to pull out of uh, your dog's mouth, right? When they're out for a walk. So yeah, I pulled that out and I started laughing at this thing. I don't know what it is. Well, but- when you told me about it, I said to it's you, "It's up on my Twitter if you want to go see it." I said. Do you think it's those penis valve caps that we were talking about just before Christmas? Remember? Yeah, you can buy them you can online put them on, your, on people's cars. Yeah, on the air stem. Yeah, like if you if you have a boss you don't like, you just take when he when he's not looking, you go down and, and replace all of the little caps on his air valves with penises. Somebody what? also said they thought it was um, you can get them for your light switches. <laughs> But I don't think there was an opening on it. There wasn't something on the... I didn't look that around, closely at it. I just took a the, video and then tossed it, but... You didn't look at the balls? No. Like just behind the balls? No, I didn't expect the, inspect them that closely, but I, it might have just been like, I mean, stagettes. Yeah. Right? They always get like bags of these... Bags of dicks? Little you can buy rubber. bags of dicks? So, yeah, and you can send them to people, right? So did you let them continue playing with it or not? And I tossed it in the street. You never know, eh? Yeah. Give it to another. You never dog. know what they're gonna find. <laughs> Anybody that saw Breaking Bad is gonna recognize this scene, even the audio of it. Yeah. Right. Um, and they've taken the scene from Breaking Bad and they've made a popcorners 
commercial for the Super Bowl. Uh, they re- refilmed it. Yeah, and it's... Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, they got back into character. Brian Cranston, Aaron Paul, Tuco. They got back into character okay. and, and made this, this I thought commercial. maybe they did AI or something. Oh, yeah. No, they, they actually filmed they re- it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, here here it is. Here's the, the spot. It's really well done. Yo, these are the bomb. And they're air popped, not fried. <laughs> Popcorners. You're an artist. Actually, Jesse, it's just basic ingredients. No, we don't eat our own supply. Mr. Wife! Jesse. Everyone's going to want to taste and I know just the guy to talk to. What are these? We call them popcorners. <laughs> Say their name. <laughs> popcorners. Tight, tight, tight. Yeah. How much of this stuff do you have? We've got six signature flavors, y'all. Seven. You make seven. Seven, seven works. Yeah. Popcorners break into something good. We're gonna eat a lot of snacks together. <laughs> so good. Yeah, they were doing interviews, and they said this is probably the last time they'll ever play those characters. Um, but they actually like um, uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah, was saying like they didn't mail it in. That's the actual RV from the show. Yeah, they went into the show's archives to get the same costumes out. Dude, uh, they I, like, said they had meetings. They planned it. Like they didn't just okay take a check and then mail it in. They actually they still wanted to do some, you know, not make the, make it cheap. Well, and when I watched it, I thought they've done something. that's AI. It's this is computer generated. There's yeah. no because it's so much like the show, right? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Anyway, if you Google that, you know what we'll do. I'll get Jimmy to put it up on the. On the cruise Facebook page, if it isn't already up there, if Andy Shirley hadn't put it up already. But. Now I want to try some popcorners. Yeah. You, you haven't had them? No. My wife gets them all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, they're in our house all the time. <laughs> okay, before we get into the lip-reading translation of the interaction between J-Lo and Ben Affleck, Benifer, at the <laughs> Grammys this past Sunday, we've been talking about this for three days now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was such a... Real moment, right? You don't mm-hmm. often see stars have real moments, and that was yeah. a real moment. That was a real moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, the, some lip readers, some professional lip readers, have now um, broken it down for everybody. Jimmy found a version, and Grant found an alternative version. But before we get to those two versions, we got a text, and this is from a guy that does not drink, Ryan McQueen. So Ryan McQueen does not drink. And he says, I feel really bad for Ben Affleck. I don't know the entire story, but one of the worst places you can take me is a wedding. (laughs) And my wife loves weddings. I don't go to any of my friends' weddings, but I have to go to hers. All I ever want to do is get out of there. (laughs) He doesn't drink. Yeah. He's at a wedding. Everyone's drinking. Yeah. Having fun. He's sitting there. And I'm sure his wife, more than a few times, has had to go, stop. Stop. Would you smile, please? Yeah. 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 Stop looking like a dick. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So break it down. We'll start with you, Jimmy. Okay. So first she says, sit up straight. Stop. Look more friendly. (laughs) Look motivated. 
And then the last thing she says is, I might. So I don't know what he said to well, her. Well, he whispered in her ear, and that was one of my theories, because I was thinking he might have whispered in her ear, I'd like to go out for a smoke. See, but the, maybe she was, he was asking for sexual favors. The only <laughs> difference I really have is he says, I might. She doesn't say that. He, so she says, stop, look more friendly, look motivated, and then he says, I might. Oh, okay. <laughs> So there you go. I thought for sure he was trying to talk her into letting him go over <laughs> to hack a dart. This is a, a sur- explain the survey to BMO, me. BMO, uh, Bank of Montreal, does this survey every couple years where they ask people, what do you think you'll need to retire? Oh, so it's not the bank going. It's not the bank going. This is oh, what you need. Oh, okay. This is um, Canadian. It's what Canadians believe they will need to retire what they're going to need to have in the bank. And Canadians now believe they need $1.7 million in savings in order to retire. Who's saying? A 20% increase from 2020. (laughs) My plan, as it stands, is just to die. (laughs) (laughs) Grant, you know what? The funny thing is, is your plan is probably, I'd say, about... 65% 65% of the population's plan. It's a common one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even it's not before, an original plan. Everybody knew what we were talking about. Even before we even mentioned this on the air, we were getting texts from people going, that that number's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Strummy this morning even texted in. He, he, he goes, I'll have to work on my day of my funeral. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, and you can't compare, right? I mean, you can't compare what my mom went through as a single mother in the 80s to what you know what my wife and I went through my wife and I have, have stuck it out we've mm-hmm. stayed together we've been together since the early 90s we moved in together a month after we met um and we have never had any help zero help from uh, family like everything yeah. we have we've built on our own I I drove away from my hometown when I was 18 years of age after our all-night grad party it was on a Friday yeah. night. I got dropped off at my house at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. I slept it off. That afternoon, I packed up my car, and I drove away, and I never looked back. You were gone. Greatest moment of my life <laughs> uh, to this day. Still my greatest moment of my life, driving away from Yak, BC. <laughs> and we had student loans until our 30s. Um, we, we were lucky enough to be able to afford to buy a home fairly early mm-hmm. so we've we've had some real estate that we've made some money from but not much yeah and I, I look back like what my wife and I we do okay like we're not we're not going hungry yeah like we pay our bills bills are paid bills are yeah. paid but we're not loaded but if you take a look at what we make right now and you compare it like if you gave yeah. that money to my mom and my dad back in the late seventies, early eighties, they would have been like over the top wealthy. They oh, would yeah. have been a, the top five percent, ten percent of the neighborhood. Yeah, you, right. You they would have been, been going on vacations every year. Would, they would have had three cars. Yeah, we would have had a two story home. We would have, you know what I mean? We would have been. It would have been easy street. We'd have been laughing. Yeah. And now what we make is just it's check to check. Do you worry about this stuff? Yeah, I. Uh, I th- I think about it a lot. I, I not necessarily in the worry this, phase. This keeps but, me up. Like, but, like, it, but I do the, think the, about it a lot. How much it costs to live nowadays? Yeah. 
Like we got rid of a car. Our uh, we got rid of a car. Our bills have increased like yeah. It made zero difference. Yeah, it in made our zero lives. difference. We have less Absolute. money since we got rid of a car. Yeah, because <laughs> I was thinking the the other day. Eventually, some of the side stuff I do probably going to be too old to do, and I need that income in order to live. But there's also like the also the the, the disturbing thing about it is you kind of got to be able to live your life. Mm-hmm. That's that's where my wife and I are at, right? Like we're like okay, well we've got a certain amount of money. And uh, we don't make a lot of money, uh, but we like that's why we literally had that conversation about a week ago. Yeah, I'm like we we can't just every weekend stay home and clean the house. Yeah, you gotta do stuff, right? Yeah, you you're to. gonna just go you're crazy. Gonna, you're gonna lose your minds. So I'm like, well, let's just go to Jasper. Just chew on a mm-hmm. on a hotel and go spend a couple days. Go for a hike and not right? think about it and try not to think about it. Go for a nice meal. It, you still got to kind of live your life, yeah. right? Like, if I had to retire, to, let's say I was 65, and good Lord, I'm not that far away from it. <laughs> if if I had to retire right now, just based on what I, like, I would have to make massive changes to the way I live my life. To right be able now. to live. Like, and we're talking like possibly moving to a trailer park. <laughs> like, I mean, we're like, I'm talking about no internet. Yeah. I'm going to have to learn to read again. <laughs> to entertain yourself. To entertain me. Yeah. <laughs> coffee. Might want to kiss that goodbye. Yeah, you're getting the cheap coffee. Although there is no uh, such thing. There is no such thing. <laughs> Instant coffee is cheap at the dollar store. Ugh. Happy Wednesday. Yeah, I'm going to follow Jimmy to the dollar store, yeah. learn how he shops. I'll show you. Yeah. We did get um, a text about my drinking. Yeah, we had a crazy Canuck who said, how much would you have if you stopped drinking, LOL? Just did the quick math. Probably an extra four or $500 a month. <laughs> but then here's the problem. You'd be if, miserable. Well, no, no. I'm going to live longer if I quit drinking. <laughs> so it's costs you more money. It's going to end up costing me. That's an excellent point. <laughs> That's a great point. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Okay, we're going to use The Grant Report today to teach you something. Because I just learned this myself, and I think I have a responsibility to uh, pass it on to you, especially if you have children that are maybe Gen Z, and you might hear them talking about this, and you don't want to feel left out, and you want to just, you want to know. So if you hear them saying the word Borg, Borg, B-O-R-G, they are not talking about the alien thing from Star Trek. No. <laughs> Your Gen Z children have not decided to hang on to their virginities forever and turn into Star Trek nerds. Borg stands for Blackout Rage Gallon. And it's an alcoholic drink that the Gen Zers are making in four liter water jugs. So vodka, water, and a colorful meal all mixed together in the jug. That is their uh, drink of choice these days, I guess. The Borg. Okay. Which sounds like an episode of Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> blackout rage gallon but it's not it's real now i'm not sure where the borg ranks in the long-standing tradition of alcoholic consumption but i think it is safe to say that edward 40 hands was way cooler come on 
I mean, come on. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. That is the key to our retirement. Shirts and fanny packs. <laughs> Buy yours today and help Jimmy pay, put away money towards a condo in Florida. Text for the link to shop. Here's my question. Biggest a-hole, past or present, in professional sports? That's a tough one. <laughs> you almost have to break it down into sports. I mean, I mean, I think a baseball A-Rod... Hey, Rod, he's going to come Was in. up there. Um, hockey. Uh, who would be the hockey? Brett Hall? Hall was up, yeah. Yeah. He was a raging dick. He just passed away. Bobby Hall. Bobby Hall. Bobby Hall, yeah. Okay, think about it. That's a tough one. Biggest dick in professional sports. In all of sports. All of them. All right. Let's see if anybody comes in. Let's see if the guy we're going to talk about comes in. Yeah. All right. Either Harold Ballard or Sean Avery. Sean Avery's, Sean Avery's coming a lot. Definitely. <laughs> about once every six months, a video of him doing some, like, just complete asshole thing yeah. pops up. Yeah. Bobby Hall, but Bobby Hall was also a total asshole. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. nobody liked him. Yeah. He was, he was oh, an awful God. human being. All right. Thanks for the call, Rod. We've gotten a bunch of texts, so we'll go through a couple here. So, biggest jerk in sports, um, Brad Marchand, yeah. uh, LeBron James. Is is LeBron, people don't like him because he gets political. Yeah, but he. I don't know if he's a dick. I think he's not likable. He's not a likable guy. No. Right? Because I, I don't know what it is. Like Whenever he breaks a record, I'm like, eh, huh, okay. But in the text, they talk about his ego and how... Great he is. Yeah. Every great athlete has a big ego, though. Like, you kind of have to. Michael Jordan was beloved. Yeah. People still... Wild ego. Way, way bigger ego than There's, LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, LeBron just doesn't pull it off or something. It, it, I, 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 I don't know. I've had a hard time explaining LeBron because he's an he's a exceptional athlete. Meta world piece. You know, Ron Artest. Yeah. yeah. Tiger Woods came in a bunch. I think Tiger um, was... A bit of a dick back mm-hmm. in the day. Like, I, I, you, anytime we've had a conversation remotely similar to this, yeah, Tiger comes in all the time. John McEnroe, um, Chris Chelios. Was Chris a dick? Uh, he came in a few times. Did he? Okay. Um, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> James Harden, um, we had more LeBron here, um, John McEnroe, Chris Chelios, Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson I there. saw Phil. Um, Phil came in. Mike Tyson. Muhammad Ali came in once. Really? Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I'd agree with that one. Floyd's a, yeah, he's he's a dick. Mike Comrie. <laughs> Odd one. Uh, Michael <laughs> Vick. Yeah. Hard to not agree with that one after the whole dog fighting stuff, right? Did Taylor Hall come in at all? Taylor Hall did not come in. Halsey, Halsey was not well liked. Wendell yeah. Wendell Clark came in. Wendell Clark, really? Evander Kane. Me, Evander Kane. Jose Canseco. Okay. Yeah, Eric did Lindros. You say, uh, did you say OJ? I was just about to say OJ oh. Simpson. OJ was. A, I don't know. He seemed like a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Twitter World, everybody. <laughs> I think the reason why the guy that I wanted to talk about hasn't come in yet is because. I think. I don't think there is. Yeah, I don't think he's the biggest dick in sports of all time. 
But here's the the thing for me with Aaron Rodgers. I used to be a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Yeah. I used to look forward to Green Bay games. Like, I used to cheer for Green Bay for no reason other than Aaron Rodgers and what he was able to do on the field. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I I just, I loved the guy. He was a little snarky, kind of funny. Um, and now I can't stand this guy. Like, <laughs> there's, I don't know if I've ever had such a shift in, in liking somebody like from that's what it is i loved this guy not worshiped him but i i loved watching him play and and thought he was just fantastic mm -hmm. and now i actively cheer against this dick <laughs> see i still enjoy watching him play but i i know what you mean i went from i actually watched that entire draft when he got drafted and he was supposed to go like maybe first overall maybe second, and then he went all the way down to Whatever it, Whatever was, it was when Green Bay picked him, twenty third or something like that. And yeah. so I remember like being like cheering for him, being like, "That's this would be a cool story." You know, he sat behind Favre for a couple years, got to learn the game, and at that point, he was yeah, very likable, very easy to cheer for. And yeah, he's now he's uh, it's pretty arrogant now. Yeah, it's out there now that he hasn't made up his mind on whether or not he's going to play next year. The rumor now is is that this isolation thing might be a. Um, a DMT ayahuasca thing. So, yeah, that's what that? he's doing. He says to help him decide on whether or not he's going to come back to play, he's going to go to a darkness <laughs> retreat four days and four nights in complete darkness by yourself, and he says it produces hallucinations similar to uh, doing DMT. So it's like a natural way to achieve it's a natural way hallucinations. Of you put yourself in complete darkness. You don't think he'll actually go... He d has done ayahuasca before. Okay. Because there was a big thing like, does that violate the drug policy in the NFL? The NFL said, no, it doesn't. Okay. Uh, but yeah. You could, I couldn't do it. Four days, four nights, complete darkness, complete silence, no music. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it's stupid. Like, it is. I was, and it's annoying. What I was going to watch the clip and I'm just like, oh, shit. Shut up. What I was going to say about Aaron Rodgers is there's people speculating there's no way he will retire this year because he doesn't want to be in the same draft class as Tom Brady. Yeah, that's he wants he doesn't want to be second fiddle. As soon as you said that you said that to me yeah. about a week or two ago, I was like, you nailed it. He's just playing a game right now. He's just Making doing all, all this so that everybody is talking dark, about him. Darkness retreat. Look how cool I am. <laughs> He's ruined Green Bay for me. Like, I actively cheer against that team now. Like, I can't stand him. Like, it. Chris uh, oh. News. The federal government has offered a health spending deal to the provinces worth uh, $196 billion over the next 10 years. That includes $46 billion in new money. The premiers say the plan offers less money than they hoped for, especially in the first year. Um, the first priority would be to top up the Canada health transfer to the provinces with uh, $2 billion to address immediate pressures in the health care system. The premiers say they plan to meet again in a few days to decide how they would like to respond to the offer. And they all shook hands awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the handshake earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. I had somebody trying to tell me that uh, Danielle Smith was thirsty for Justin Trudeau. And I'm like, I don't know what you're seeing. That's not in how I that saw exchange. It. But, uh, and, and not one person. I've, 
I've seen has suggested that that's the case. Yeah. Because it's just, it is not, it is so awkward. I, you know what? Listen, I, I dislike them both. I'm, I've sort of put politicians all into one huge, like, big pile, one big boat, and I treat them all equally now. Yeah. I'm disgusted by them all and mortified by where we are at with politics. Um, but who looks worse than that? I think that one looked bad on Danielle Smith. Yeah. Because I agree. To me, I don't like him either, but to me it was, okay, he reaches out for the handshake. She initially reaches, and then in her head, this is what I see, in her head she goes, I can't get a picture shaking his hand. We have the flags. I got a flag on my car that says something else. And yeah. this picture, I can't shake his hand. Do you think she's got so she a Trudeau tries, flag? Probably. <laughs> the suburban. <laughs> so she tries to pull her hand away, and then he catches it and holds on. Yeah. It's awkward. Yeah, she's she's pulling away. She's and actively he's trying like, to pull away. He's like, no, you're not. And he's kind of like, what? No, we shake hands. This is what we do. This is what we do, yeah. 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 I don't think she looked good in that. I, I think she really, she looks awful in that whole exchange. Yeah. The thing with, uh, with uh, him... Or either any politician, whether you here we go, <laughs> whether you hate the guy or not, disrespecting someone is not right. I like on either end. I like said if, that this morning. It's all about know, like, yeah, it's, image. I yeah. don't like him either. I I, I mean, like yeah. if if I had the chance to shake his hand, if he reached, I would probably shake his. Actually, hand. Actually, I got asked that. Um, I got asked that about whether or not I would shake his hand. And I said, well, first off, listen, I'm not a politician. So I'm not in a, I'm not in a position where I need to play any games. Yeah. I said, but for my job, for the content, if Justin Trudeau flies to town and said, I want to go on that guy's show. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say no. I'd have him down here. And there'd be niceties at the beginning, obviously. I've you seen s- you shake the hands of people you don't like. Yeah. Yeah. And people you do I it. know you don't like. You do it. You yeah. have, right? You like, know what I mean? Like, what? what's the point of making a scene? Image. Like, when yeah. he was down here for the town hall and I was, and I had... I want a selfie sign. I would have legit taken a selfie with the guy. Absolutely. It would have been yeah. funny. Um, and you know what? I would interview him, but I wouldn't let him off the hook. No. I mean, right? I mean, I would be diplomatic about it, but I would ask him questions that he probably wouldn't get asked by other by other media outlets. Yeah. You'd ask questions that he would probably never do uh, an interview with you ever again. I can but. say this out loud. Very few politicians will ever agree to come on this program, <laughs> and that's that's because that's you're a good thing. honest. Yeah, and that doesn't work in their world, right? You know, and it, but again, there's a certain amount of, like Grant said. I mean, if you don't like the guy, still, you have to show respect. It's not about respect. It's just about I don't know being what, human. And- yeah, I, I I don't know. Like I don't like the guy, but do I need to? I don't you know. need to make a big show and. That's what I saw yeah. there, and it just, I mean, I, I, again, full disclosure, I don't like her at all. Um, I think she doesn't represent Alberta at, well at all, but that was, she looked bad there, yeah. I thought so. Anyway, that's my opinion. Tim's is dropping. They've done cereals before, right? Timbit cereal. Timbit cereal, that's right. Timbit cereal, and they, they released this yesterday, kind of a surprise launch. Of uh, apple fritter cereal, Tim Hortons apple fritter. You in cereal? Um, yeah, I never tried the the 
Timbits one. I, I didn't either. Um, I wasn't against trying it. Was it any good? As a snack? I don't know. If anybody's listening um, that had it, was it good? 780-989-0957. I do love a good apple fritter. I'm a um, apple fritter fan, too. So, yeah, I, I probably, to be honest, will never buy it. But um, I'm not a cereal not a guy, snack. but I would try it. I'm a you're, big cereal You're guy. a fritter guy. I love apple fritters. If if I'm doing a donut at Tim's, it's an apple fritter. You know, I saw somebody complaining about the other day was um, that they got rid of the blueberry fritter. Do you remember the blueberry I fritter? Do. Yeah, yeah. But those uh, those ones uh, those were cool because they also had the jelly inside. Well, that's the problem I had with the blueberry fritter was that it was a an unnecessary amount of blueberry. And I'm always, I was always picking it off my shirt afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you remember those? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it was yeah. too much blueberry. That's yeah. That's and why, I'm a blueberry fan, but that's yeah. why you take your shirt off and bathe after. <laughs> bathe after a trip to Tim's. <laughs> so if you're in stores, I know they have it at Walmart. Okay, um, they do have the Tim Hortons apple fritter cereal available. The naturally flavored cereal is crunchy and contains notes of apple and cinnamon. <laughs> That's according to Post Foods Canada. Yeah. So the Timbit cereal is still available? I think so, yeah. Okay, so that's that's you can get that, and now you can get the, the apple fritter um, Tim Horton cereal. We just thought we'd pass that along to everybody. <laughs> Thoughts on the Leo news? So he is denying it, um, but he was spotted out with a, a new girl. Oh, he's is, he's denying it now. He okay. says we're not we're not dating. We're not dating. Um, he's forty eight. She is nineteen. Yeah, she's a model. Um, to so p- he's got to that point now where he realizes it's creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, that makes me feel better about I think the situation. The way he's denying it, I think he realizes maybe it's creepy because just some quick like to put it in perspective, her last two years of high school were interrupted by COVID. She can't drink, Grant. <laughs> she can't drink. Legally, she can't drink in the United States. Same, same age gap between, you're watching The Last of Us, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, the girl. Yeah. Same age gap. So 29 years. Yeah. So yeah. he, I think Pedro is 47 and and Leo's 48. So there's like one year difference. But yeah. you know, you watch that show and you're like, she's a girl. She's a little girl and he's a, a man, yeah. a middle-aged man. Yeah. Yeah. Same age gap. Well, we, we talked about this yesterday on the podcast that I do in the afternoon, and I was like, and they were like, thoughts, and I'm like, well, I got, see, I got a 25-year-old and a 23-year-old, and if my daughter came home and introduced me to Leo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. I'd punch him right in the <laughs> mouth. Like, I wouldn't even say hi. Yeah. I was just like, get out of my house. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It, it, you know what? Like, at some what point- What kind of 48-year-old man wants to date a 19-year-old? Exactly. It's just wrong. It's not for the conversation. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Clearly, he. Uh, somebody needs to sit him down. Right? I've said this before, and this is worth saying out loud. If anybody in your life ever reaches a position of fame or, or of, of, of influence, uh, keep people around that- have the ability to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You need to, because that's what ends up happening is he's had a lot of like, bro, good job, man. All Whoa, right. Amazing. When we go to Vegas again, <laughs> he's had a lot of those guys in his life. Yeah. Right. That, that have allowed him not to grow up and have like propped him up for this sort of behavior. And plus it's the United States of America. They think differently down there. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like I said yesterday, 
OJ played a round of golf. Yeah. He's booking a tea time Today, in Vegas this yeah. morning. He's verified on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Bill Cosby is on his way to Starbucks right now to grab a coffee in Philadelphia. Just booked a new tour. And just booked a brand new tour. They elected Trump. Trump should be in jail. They might elect him again. Mm-hmm. It's just different down there. They just they think differently about things. And it just doesn't make it right, though. Hollywood is... It's a different world. Yeah. Right? Like the fact that he gets away with it and still is in, he's still employed. He's still making money. That nobody in his life or society hasn't like somehow condemned him to the point where it's like, you need to stop this. Mm -hmm. Is that's, you only get away with that in the United States of America. Yeah, that's true. Right? I don't know if we need to say anything more. (laughs) It's creepy. 19. Like, come on. Give your head a shake. Kid, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. We're back. Beg milk. Hello. It was a. It was a long, long break. <laughs> it's not always it that long, is it? No. I don't know. Like, it felt really long this time. It was only 10 days between Oilers games, but it felt like an eternity. That's a long time. Yeah, that's a long yeah. time. They don't have another, like, week-long break now in the season, do they? I don't think so. No, it's a stretch drive now. It's all business for the last, now, 31 games of the year. Sometimes there's, like, that random bye week that they'll have or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah so that got smashed into this all-star break this time around, so that's why it was so long. Uh, okay. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, so the start of a four-game road trip last night and um, they started out okay. Things sort of fell apart there towards the end of the first period. A little bit back and forth. Obviously, you can expect that um, from a team that's been off for a bit but managed to get a win. So a decisive finish. Here's my question, just an observation. When did the Oilers become a tough team to play against? (laughs) Isn't it amazing? Yeah. Like, there was some point in January where they just decided as a group that they had had enough or something because the fighting majors in January alone was greater than the entire season prior to that. And then last night, I know there was no fights technically last night, but they were chippy. They were ready to go. And I thought I thought Evander Kane was very, very funny after the game when he kind of, and to paraphrase, he was just kind of like, well, Detroit's got a lot of players that are real tough and the linesman's around, but I don't think they wanted any of this smoke. <laughs> and I don't blame them. Yeah, I, I was actually going to say was that does that coincide with the return of Evander Kane? He brings that to the team, right? A little bit, yeah. I mean, a of- little bit. I mean, like you saw him last night. He was mixing it up after basically every whistle. So it's nice. It's nice to see the boys getting dragged into the fight together. It's nice to see everybody launch into the pile when something happens. I think they were missing that earlier in the year. And I know there's some people, the spreadsheet boys, they don't necessarily appreciate fights or what it does for a team. But <laughs> I am not one of those because I very much enjoy the shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll second that. Um, uh, not to, to harp on the all-star break, but was Connor McDavid cheated out of a win in the accuracy <laughs> challenge? You know what? The funniest part about that to me was he went eight for eight, still did not win the accuracy competition, and Flames fans acted like they won the Stanley Cup. So you know what? <laughs> they they can have that one. I think Connor cared about as much about that event as the rest of us watching, you know? <laughs> it was weird. Did you watch any of it, Bag Milk? 
Yeah, I watched some of it off and on. I just, first of all, I thought it was at least an hour too long. Second, they didn't move the show along very quickly. Three, them crowbarring the pre-recorded segments in between events was odd. Um, yeah, I did watch. It was just, I, did, I thought it was really boring, to be honest. I think they're attempting to try to have some fun with it, I, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I... I don't want to poo-poo that, but I, I don't know. It just, it seems too much like this. I, well, you know, they're in Florida, right? I was surprised that we're actually getting an all-star game in Canada. Toronto. Did, did Bettman take a week off or something And <laughs> when that decision yeah, was this, made? Yeah, this time we're going to do the dunk tank thing, but it's in Lake Superior, so it'll be a whole <laughs> lot more fun. <laughs> See, now that I'd watch. Yeah, I'd watch that too. Yeah, yeah. I'd watch that too. It was weird. I, I found it very, very odd. Hmm. So this road trip that they're on right now, again, we shouldn't, and knock on wood, I hate jinxing the team or saying anything that, that could be uh, construed as a potential jinx, but this is a four-game stretch that the Oilers should come home with at least three or four. Yeah, we said the exact same thing on my podcast, Oilers Nation Radio, yesterday. It's You've got Detroit last night. Obviously, there was two points. Then you got Philly on Thursday. They're starting to turn it around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. John Tortorella sent a letter to their season ticket holders being like, hey, you know what? We're terrible. And then the, <laughs> the Flyers also are giving their their fans free home games is season ticket holders are giving them free home games in April. So they've got three games and they're going to credit the money spent on those tickets towards next year's season tickets. So basically Philly's already punting. So that has to be a win. And then you look at the back to back on the weekend, you got Ottawa and Montreal, both as 10 30 AM starts. Hmm. I think you're right. Lock. You got to win at least three or four. Yeah, for sure. Uh, You got to beat Philly. You got to beat Philly tomorrow night. It's it's an early start here for us. It's a five o'clock puck drop, uh, but yeah, I I agree with you. This is one of those this is one of those things where if you if you lose the next three, you are jeopardizing your your chances. Is in my opinion of of securing a playoff spot. You've got to nail these games down, um, and then the other thing too is. Oddly, it's the Pacific Division is not that good compared to the other divisions. I mean, it's a bit of a dud this year. But that top four, they're all so wildly close, right? Well, that's to me, that's the biggest. I'm not necessarily too concerned about the playoffs per se, but I am. I the the division, like you said, Locke, is right there. They are two points behind Vegas for first place right now. Yeah, you can make up some ground and even leapfrog yourself into first place if you get. You know, if you can win these next three games, all of a sudden you're putting yourself in a position to win the division. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when we were chatting on on this segment, the Oilers were down and out, and all of a sudden they've got this nine game point streak kind of going. They had that one OTL loss in there. But they've worked their way into potentially winning the division, and I hope that they see it and they want to grab it. Yeah, because I want them to grab it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys are going on vacation again, Nation Vacation, Toronto, Toronto. 2.0. Still some spots available on that. There's a handful of spots left, but we're we're moving tickets now. Now that we're getting a little bit closer, we're just outside a month away from the trip. So where it's March 10th to 12th, we're flying in. We're going a little bougie this time, Grant. We're staying at the Royal York downtown <laughs> nice. in Toronto. We're watching the game from a suite. If you've got a hockey bucket list of experiences that you want to check off, I mean, hockey night in Canada and Toronto, like 
Yeah. That's going to be one to scratch off the list, right? So nationgear.ca is where you go to get all the details for that trip. I beg you to join us. It's going to be a great time. There he is. Bag Milk, Oilers Nation. Thank you for your time, my friend. Thanks, boys. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.